Cambridge Muslim College, training the next generation of Muslim thinkers. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. As-sawmu jannah, fasting is a protection. And in a sound hadith, as-sawmu nisfu sabr, which means fasting is half of sabr. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ <coughs> those, whose, uh, uh, those who are sabir, those who have patience, will be given their full reward without reckoning, which is an interesting expression. The fullness of it is the limitlessness of it. Uh, sabr is that which makes us human. There is the patience in not doing certain things, like not eating and drinking, and there is the patience in persisting in certain things, like staying until the last rakah of tarawih, for instance, or <coughs> not knocking off work early and cheating your boss during Ramadan. So two forms of sabr. Sabr in abstaining and sabr in doing things. Now, uh, this principle is hard nowadays because the age seems to be in such tumult and turmoil <coughs> nafs seems to be ruling egotistic rulers everywhere east and west north and south uh, the shocking behavior of the super rich the increasing gulf between rich and poor extreme <coughs> civil wars and population flows desperation uh, dispossession confusion loss of hope, loss of faith, these are rough times. And where do we turn? If we look at the Hamdiya, we find this phrase, this world is too wide, all its charms like a bride, the times are so dark and bereft of a guide, they hurry me off like the fish in the tide, and status and silver and gold are my pride. <coughs> you made me to praise you and honour your name, and he who obeys you shall never know blame. My foolish forgetfulness fills me with shame. Take hold of your servant, his spirit reclaim. Uh, this is the istighfar of Munibin, which is just like a big uh, prayer for Allah's help. And the times are so dark and bereft of a guide. We need Irshad and Murshidin more than ever somebody who can give us <coughs> reliable fatwas not swayed by some governmental agenda or personal strange egotism or sense of inferiority in the face of western demands but authentic fatwas uh, and we also need authentic taqwa there's fatwa, there's taqwa we need the inner guide and the mufti won't give us that, we need the murshid where do you find either of these categories in this age that is dark and bereft of a guide? So people are confused, which means, consequence number one, that we need to be more forgiving than we would have been in past ages. More forgiving of people who don't pray, who can't manage Ramadan, who have difficulties <coughs> with relationships, etc., etc. More forgiving because it's hard for people. Where do they go?
increasingly religion is sought on the internet, <coughs> which is just a sea of questions and answers and egotistic bubblings and nobody really knows the authenticity and the senad of most of what is said. And that adds to people's confusion. So if this is the month of forgiveness and forgiving each other and being halim with each other, let's remember in this age particularly people deserve to be forgiven. This is not an age for being judgmental. <coughs> the Holy Prophet says, alayhi salatu wasalam, in the sound hadith, <coughs> to his sahaba, innakum fi zamanin man taraka minkum ushrama umira bihi halak wa sayati ala nasi zamanun man amila bi ushrima umira bihi naja. Subhanallah. It says, literally, you are in an age when if somebody neglects a tenth of what he's been commanded to do, he will be destroyed. But a time will come upon people when if somebody does a tenth of what he's been commanded to do, he will be saved. This is the mizan, this is Allah's justice. It was easier for them. They had Rasulullah walking before them, leading them in prayer, giving them the fatwa, giving them the irshad, and we are just, we just have Google or something or libraries where most of the books, people don't really know what they are. Um, it's a, a difficult time, and according to this prophetic wisdom, that means it should be a time of overlooking differences, of forgiving differences, of embracing one another despite differences. Otherwise, the Muslims will just implode in arguments. And how does this work? <clears throat> how do we find the courage within ourselves to forgive, to overlook, to find this taysir, to find excuses for people. <coughs> Through <coughs> overcoming that part of us that loves to blame and loves to feel superior and operationalizing that part of us that actually finds joy in forgiveness. This is part of the paradox of the human condition that you can do things I don't seem to serve you, but can be amazingly pleasurable. Like looking after a homeless person, or giving a lot of sadaqah, uh, or spending a long time in prayer, and you feel a kind of joy. Whose sweetness you find in your heart. So this is part of, part of the wisdom of the believer, that he looks for those pleasures. <coughs> it's not as if... Religion is about abandoning pleasures and looking for really hard stuff as if Allah simply wants us to stagger towards the gates of paradise carrying as much weight as we can. Some believers think this with their bayans that just load us with more and more stuff and it's as if we're kind of Egyptian slaves carrying huge blocks of, 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 of stone. No, this is uh, not Allah's intention. He wishes to give us life. Ma yuhikum. He wishes to give us happiness, to bring us to the abode of sa'ada, and to be sa'ada, happy in this world. And uh, this is this pleasure that the believer finds is in doing what is noble and what's beautiful and what gives pleasure to the higher self, the higher soul, the ruh, and not to the nafs. <coughs> so it all depends on remembering Allah, dhikrullah, and overcoming the ego by whatever possible means we can, identifying it, seeing it. As Imam al-Junaid says, he learned 
uh, his spiritual way by watching a cat that was observing a mouse hole. Each time the ego pops up, zap it. Because each time it succeeds, it becomes stronger and fatter. Just zap it, do not give it any excuse because it is always your enemy. Every single time, whatever story it tells you, it's always your enemy. And it is always in your interest, without exception, to zap it. And then you'll feel happiness. Not the happiness that the ego promised you, but something that is more real and more lasting. And then you will find that the things become easier. And this is part of the blessing of Ramadan, that as we fast and make this big effort, other things kind of become easier. Or at what other time of the year would we go to the masjid and pray raka after raka after raka, um, listening to the noise of the air conditioning and with the crowd? Uh, that's a commitment. <coughs> Ramadan fortifies us for that. Why? Because we have this mujahada. That's an important lesson. Those who struggle for our sake, Allah says, <coughs> we will guide them to our paths. In other words, you make this effort, catch the mouse, chase the mouse away, overcome the lower self, stab the ego with the bloody knives of mujahada, as Imam Junaid says, and things will get easier for you. All of these things in religion, which are quite abundant and formidable, <coughs> they'll become easier. Allah's boundaries will become your natural boundaries. You won't even think of going near them, because you will be given this, this uh, joy of of uh, guidance and then there will be inward gifts man zayyana zahirahu bil mujahada hassanallahu sara'irahu bil mushahada whoever adorns his outward nature by overcoming his ego and complying with the divine intention for human beings Allah will make his inward self beautiful through witnessing so mujahada leads to mushahada it's from Abu Ali al-Daqaq what it means is overcome the ego and what you really are will start to open its eyes and become itself normally you're sitting on it squashing it, throwing your rubbish on it um, it's kind of <coughs> obscured but the mushahada which here means looking around and not seeing stuff but seeing what Allah is making and doing and his beauty and his majesty and his commandments in everything having a really rich and extraordinary deep view of things that's the meaning of mushahada to see not the world but creation uh, this is the gift of mujahada and this is where we should be moving in Ramadan to look at things differently not as something that you know, trees that you can pick fruit from but what is the tree? Who made the tree? Why is it so orderly? Why does it obey these extraordinary things? Why is it so beautiful? That's the mushahada that the mujahada leads to. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these difficult times make us forgiving people, make us mild people, make us people who overcome the ego rather than point to the antics of the egos of others. And inshallah grant us this mushahada so that all of our deen and dunya becomes a delight because we just see Allah's action in all things. Barakallahu fikum, alafu minkum, assalamu alaikum rahmatullah. Cambridge Muslim College, training the next generation of Muslim thinkers.